And on a Tuesday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Good morning. We've got oh, temperatures upper 20s to oh, mid-30s around the area. In Eau Claire right now, it's 35. Uh, the coolest spot I found was actually Green Bay, 26 degrees this morning. So, again, we do have a freeze warning, frost warning, I guess we could call it, until about 9 o'clock this morning. So, uh, again... It's uh, still cool. Don't take the don't take the sheets off the plants yet this morning, but it is chore time here at the shank of the day as we get ready to do the chores. I'm Bob, and I'm Scott. Did you cover your plants last night? I've been covering mine the last three or four nights. I covered some of them, and of course the garden plants are all inside. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tomatoes and yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. so. But you were saying you were looking at the almanac, and today, what is the last normal frost, or what did you find out? In Eau Claire, May 12th is the average last day of frost in Eau Claire, uh, in the Eau Claire area. That's the average? It is. Wow, that it means is. we, yep. okay, well, it's still, so just a <laughs> reminder that you're in Wisconsin, boys and girls. Your your winter vacation yep. in Florida or Texas or Arizona is over if you're back here, but hopefully it'll get better. Later this week, we should get uh, some 70-degree temperature, and I overheard Kelly Slifka talking this morning, next week, 80s. Yeah, I think this is the end of it. I hope so. I hope so because uh, a lot of things are happening. Of course, we'll have the updated crop progress report coming up. And also, everything we've been saying is the fact that everything is shut down. But not everything. We found out something's going on, didn't we? We did. The uh, Wisconsin Holstein Association is announcing that as of right now, their district and state shows still are on and, uh, yeah, and with our, some adjustments and yeah they'll keep an eye out for they're going to keep an eye out for everything that needs to be done obviously with this covid uh, pandemic but uh, dates in our area for that you looked those up too i didn't have a chance this morning but you did you bet district one is june 15th at the northern wisconsin state fairgrounds at chippewa falls district two at the Trempolo county fairgrounds in galesville that- and district four but when is that? District four. When's, oh, I'm the, sorry, go ahead. when's the Galesville show? What dates the Galesville oh, that, show? That's June fifteenth, also. Okay. And District four on June sixteenth at the Marshfield at the Central Wisconsin State Fairgrounds at Marshfield. All right. So as of now, these district Holstein shows are on, and we'll see. We'll see. But they're going to have that at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. That'll be about uh, at. Uh, three weeks before the northern wisconsin state fair so if that's going to be held you kind of have a thought that as of right now the northern wisconsin state fair still going to be out so we'll keep following that all right crop report a lot of other things go get your coffee your revolution uh, coffee this morning i'll have my cup of revolution and if anybody else needs a cup of revolution coffee great coffees and teas and you can have an adult beverage if you want, even. But good food, <laughs> call Revolution Coffee down on Main Drag in, in, in Black River Falls. All right, we'll talk to you later. Go uh, have your coffee and your muffin, and we'll talk to you after the top of the hour. All right. There goes Scott this morning, social distancing as ever. Again, we're going to have sunny skies today. We should get right around 60 and warm it up. A Tuesday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Again, 35 degrees around here. Green Bay looks like cool spot of the major reporting stations anyway. They're 26 degrees this morning. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's listen to the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A new study is warning that nearly 43 million Americans are at risk of losing their health insurance from their employers amid the coronavirus outbreak. The study from the Urban Institute's Health Policy Center found from March 15th to April 25th, 30 million people filed for unemployment, and that number is going up. The unemployment rate was 14.7% as of last week. Some Americans will be able to take advantage of expanded Medicaid benefits under Obamacare, but millions of other people will not have access to those benefits. The nation's top infectious disease specialist is going to tell Congress about the dangers of reopening too quickly from the coronavirus lockdowns. The New York Times reports that Dr. Anthony Fauci will tell a Senate committee today that if the country is too quick to reopen, there will be needless suffering and death. The White House has released a phased plan for states to follow, but many states 
are moving on with their own reopening plans. President Trump is refusing to name a crime that he's accusing his predecessor of committing. Brian Shook reports. The top executive was asked about some of his weekend tweets during a White House press conference. Trump tweeted former President Obama committed the biggest political crime in American history. All he told reporters Monday was that people know what the crime is and it's very obvious. Trump also referred to it as Obamagate and said it started before he was inaugurated. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. The Justice Department is considering whether to review the case of a black jogger who was killed in Georgia. Federal investigators will review the handling of the Ahmad Arbery shooting case and will decide whether hate crime charges should be filed. A father and son are charged with murder after they confronted Arbery with guns drawn before he was fatally shot back in February. The pair were arrested after a video of the shooting went viral. And Customs and Border Protection says it seized a shipment of counterfeit NFL championship rings from China at Chicago's O'Hare International Mail facility in April. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And don't forget, as far as politics are concerned, uh, an election today for the 7th District. Remember, we had our Congressman Duffy did resign, retire, whatever term you want to use, but he left his seat. And so to fill that seat, there will be an election today. If you're in the 7th District and you didn't fill out an absentee ballot, The polls will be open today, so uh, get out and vote. Use the appropriate caution, of course, but get out and vote. The 7th District Congressional Election is today. Four and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, 35 degrees. You've been following the fuel prices? Whoa, they've been going up in a hurry, haven't they? But uh, still a chance with these prices to maybe save yourself some money in the long run. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Kurt Group is stable, growing, and hiring. They're looking to add to their team of welders, fabricators, and powder. If you are an experienced welder or have some experience in welding, Kurt Group can train the right team member. Not a welder? No worries. They will train the right person for fabrication and powder. Kurt Group offers 80 hours of vacation time and matches 100% for your 401k up to 4%. Other benefits include medical, dental, and vision insurance after just 30 days. Compensation varies on position but begins between $16 and $23 per hour. Plus, you're eligible for a raise three times in your first year based on performance. Kurt Group is adding to their family now, and they want to hear from you. You can apply now at kurtgroup.com under careers, or feel free to stop in to apply. Their offices are located at 6208 Industrial Drive in Eau Claire. Apply now at kurtgroup.com or stop in to apply. Again, their offices are located at 6208 Industrial Drive in Eau Claire. Kurt Group needs you. Kurt Group is an equal opportunity employer agriculture it's a wisconsin way of life wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report well the weather's getting better we've hung in there with some uh, cold nights and again after we get to daylight and sunshine today it should warm things up now it'll be cool again it's looked like it's going to be in the upper 30s overnight tonight but uh again we've got i don't think it's got quite as cold around the area. I mean, it's cold. There's no question about that. But I don't think it got quite as cold as they initially thought. We're going to have sunshine today. Should be upper 50s. Some folks probably going to be in the low 60s. Overnight tonight, about 37. Tomorrow, 61. Be kind of breezy with a chance of some rain moving through. Thursday and Friday, we're looking for temperature. And Saturday, right around 70 degrees. And uh, cloudy to partly cloudy. Looks like Friday will be a sunny day. But again, warming up and next week we might even see 80 once or twice well wouldn't that be nice but right now the cold spot that we found this morning is green bay at 26 madison sun prairie 32 milwaukee the warm spot at 41 marshfield 32 wausau 31 medford at 29 this morning ladysmith at 28 we've got rice lake at 29 the cross checking in at an even 32 degrees it's about 35 around eau claire but again Don't take the sheets off the plants yet. Let the sun come up and warm it up because it'll get sunny today. And again, upper 50s to about 60. And we'll check the market numbers. Dairy prices 
Nice jumps yesterday. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you got to see. The biggest selection for miles around, two jam-packed floors of quality. At Economy, you don't have to wait for a sale. It can be yours immediately. Everyday low prices on the best brand names, and we finance it interest-free. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, we do have our look at the markets. But, uh, Scott, you were telling me one of your uh, alumni from down at Loyal getting some recognition in athletics out west. What's that all about? That was quite a deal. Uh, Stephen Buchanan, who wrestled and played football and did all kinds of things, at Loyal High School, a good old Greyhound, a freshman at the University of Wyoming, was named the university's Rookie of the Year. Oh, good uh, for male you. Rookie of the Year. That's he's a beast on the wrestling mat. Let me tell you, uh, he's pretty good running back in football too. I don't know. Is he playing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he playing football out there or just wrestling? Just wrestling, I think. Okay. Well, congratulations yep. to him. So uh, more success from young people in our area. All right. Markets, cash livestock, where are we at? Fed beef steers are at 88 to $1.05 with mixed 80 to 87. Fed beef heifers, 80 to 104 with mixed 70 to 5 to 80. Fed Holstein steers are at 75 to 82 and a quarter. Cows are at 40 to 60 and a half. And bulls, 51 to 82. On the hog side, butcher hogs are 28 and down. Sows, 15 to 19. And boars, 7 and down. Short and unshorn market lambs are at ninety-two and a half to a dollar fifty, with feeder lambs one thirty-five to two twenty. All right, we'll catch up with you in just a few yep. minutes, and we'll take a look at the rest of the markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. Livestock futures lost some ground yesterday as June live cattle contracts closed at ninety-two sixty-seven off one ninety-seven. August at ninety-seven twenty off three dollars. October down three dollars at one hundred one twenty-seven. December cattle. 104.72 at the close. That's down 297. Feeder cattle for August 132.67 down 427. September at 134.05 down 410. October feeders 135.10 down 392. And November 135.80 down 382. Lean hog carcass contracts June finished at 6027 down 142. July at 6047 down 125. And August at 59.25, down 117. And at the Board of Trade, the overnight uh, market was mixed. Uh, again, that uh, crop report came out, the crop progress report. Traders always take a look at that in the overnight trade. July corn down a penny, sitting at 317 a bushel this morning. Oats up a fraction of 302. July wheat down three at 514. July soybeans a fraction lower at 854. Soybean meal up 60 cents a ton at $290.90. Dairy markets, a good day for dairy markets yesterday. Barrel cheese up three cents, a dollar thirty. The blocks up eight and a quarter at 138 and three quarters. The butter up six and a quarter at 135 and a quarter. Class three for May up 16 at 11.71. June, July, August, September, all those months up 75 cents. June at 14.43. July at 15.45. August at 16.02. September at 16.47. As prices were double digits higher each month out through February of 2021. Now, if we can keep that momentum going. We'll be in good shape, but got a ways to go to make it work. Twelve and a half minutes after five. Again, 35 degrees right now around the Eau Claire area. Looking for sunshine today. And again, another good planting day. Be kind of cool out there, but the sun's going to shine. That'll warm the soil up. And we'll get to right around 60 degrees today. Give, a, give or take a degree or two. 
As we look towards spring and summer, preparedness is on the minds of all farmers. Here at Ag Country Farm Credit Services, we want to ensure you are prepared with the best risk management plan. While you are making major farm decisions this year, don't forget hail insurance. Hail insurance is a key piece of the safety net you need to keep your operation running smoothly. Let us help you prepare for the months ahead. Call and visit with an Ag Country loan officer or insurance specialist today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. These are challenging times, and if you're in business, you have to make some adjustments. We're going to talk about some of those adjustments being made by the folks at United Mutual Insurance of Medford. Tony Wilkie is with us. And, Tony, first of all, let's talk about uh, quickly what kind of services and insurance coverage you have for the folks, uh, especially for our rural farming friends. Okay, United Mutual is uh, uh, based in in Medford, Wisconsin. Uh, we also have a uh, branch in Osceola, a uh, little town called East Farmington, just south of Osceola. And uh, we are a community-owned uh, mutual insurance company. Uh, we operate much like a credit union or a co-op, so our, our uh, policyholders have uh, ownership in the company. And uh, we... The bulk of our business is uh, farm owners and homeowners. As we get into this days of the coronavirus, how are you doing business? Have you got offices open, closed, strictly by phone, by online? How are you doing it? Insurance companies have been deemed an essential business uh, under the financial uh, arms of the governor's order. So our offices are both open and operating but they're closed to the public so that we don't have uh, uh, people flowing in and out of our offices for the protection of our employees. And the employees that are set up and able to are working remotely from home. Um, the only thing that we've done as an adjustment is we're, we're not going out onto people's properties unless they actually have a, a claim filed with us that needs attention. And uh, even some of those claims you probably can take care of without even accessing the landowner. You just take a look at it yourself and make your decision? Correct. Uh, matter of fact, uh, a little bit of a storm rolled through this week, and we've gotten some claims that, that need some addressing. We're calling the insureds, and, and there's going to be no interaction with them on the properties uh, so they can stop out, get a look at the damage, get, get all the information we need to proceed with the uh, the claim and uh, minimize any potential interaction with other um, people through that process. And again, that's Tony Wilkie with United Mutual Insurance in the Medford area. So again, they're up and operating in these times of the COVID virus. We're almost 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, and as we mentioned earlier, the the wheels are turning. Scott rejoins us, and Scott, that crop progress report uh, always comes out Monday night. What does it show? Well, it shows farmers across the country are continuing to plant in road gear, especially when compared with a year ago. According to this week's crop progress report, 67% of the corn has been planted, up 16% from a week ago and almost 40% ahead of how much corn was planted last year by Mother's Day. Iowa and Minnesota farmers are almost done with their corn in as Iowa is now 91% planted and Minnesota is at 89%. Other leading corn states also are in good shape with 79% of Nebraska's corn already in and 68% of Illinois corn planted. Soybeans are also going in, but not quite as fast as the corn. As of Sunday, 38% of the beans were in, a jump of 15% from a week ago and 30% more than a year ago. Here in Wisconsin, corn planting is more than three weeks ahead of last year with 59% of the crop in the ground. And despite our cold weather, 3% of the plants have emerged. Southern parts of the state are the furthest along with 82% of corn planted in southwest Wisconsin and 76% in south central. 52% of the corn is in in northwest Wisconsin. State farmers have also planted 35% of their soybeans, again over three weeks ahead of last year. For other crops in the state, 74% of the oats are in over two weeks ahead of last year, and 36% of those plants have emerged. 67% of the fall potatoes also are planted, and 68% of the winter wheat is considered in good to excellent condition. 
but topsoil moisture levels have eroded recently. The week's report shows it's 84% adequate to surplus, 13% short, and 3% very short, with west central and southwest parts of the state showing the driest conditions. And, oh, Bob, I never thought last year we would be saying sometime 84 or 13% short on soil moisture. <laughs> well, even, <laughs> early, even earlier this spring, we didn't think we'd yeah. be saying that. But, yeah, there's been some dust flying during planting. But, yep. you know, another good planting week. Temperatures are going to, you know, warm back up by, well, by Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It'll probably be right around 70, if not in the lower 70s. A little cool day today yep. and cool day tomorrow, maybe low 60s tomorrow. But, uh, again, a lot of work is getting done. So, again, we'll urge farm safety. In fact, we're going to talk about farm safety with uh, Scott Heiberger from over at the National Farm Medicine Center. I had a chance to talk to Scott recently about some uh, new numbers that are out. So that will be interesting. So we'll uh, move forward to the crop. And, again, we, we can't bring you the county comments that we've done for years and years and years and always so interesting because the USDA changed its policy. What kind of policy is this? What are they looking at? Is this privacy or what is it I, a guy yeah. says they're a woman i don't know who makes these comments you get initials from different counties sometimes it's a the, you know the county agent sometimes it's a crop right. uh, consultant but all of a sudden we can't get those comments anymore yep i wonder if it's a dollars and cents thing i suppose i don't know but um, <laughs> scott and i don't, I don't like know how it. much it can cost uh, no, we, don't, like we don't like it because we liked it the <laughs> other way okay go get some more revolution right. coffee we'll talk in a while Indeed. All right, there he goes. That's Scott. As we said, Scott Heiberg will be next from the National Farm Medicine Center as we again urge you, as you get into spring field work and you're into it, continue to do it safely. I even hate to say this, but so far I haven't seen any reports of any serious farm accidents this spring. So we're not in such a hurry this year. We've got a little bit of time. We're way ahead of where we were last year at this time and way ahead of normal for that matter. So, again, continue to put the crop in, but continue to do it safely. Scott Heiber next on Farm Safety. Our mission is to serve victims of domestic abuse, sexual assault, and human trafficking. What we're really about is giving people hope. We believe really strongly that children have a right to grow up in a home without violence or abuse. I'm Naomi Cummings, Executive Director of the Bridge to Hope. Our old shelter had three bedrooms, and it was so frustrating, and it was painful, the number of families that we had to turn away because we were full. Our new facility is absolutely wonderful. We tripled our emergency bedroom space. We have a very large backyard, and it's just really a great place to just be a kid and be able to relax and play. We were incredibly fortunate because Wisconsin Credit Union enabled us to purchase this place. I know Wisconsin cares about us, and I know they care about our whole community. People helping people is what Wisconsin Credit Union is all about, and I think it always has been. Wisconsin Credit Union, part of the community since 1939, federally insured by NCUA. I can count on Wisconsin Credit Union. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Something we don't talk about enough on the radio is farm safety, but we're going to talk about that today and farm injuries with kids and adults with Scott Heiberger. Scott is the communications manager with the National Farm Medicine Center over in the Marshfield area. And Scott, first of all, how much emphasis does the National Farm Medicine Center have as far as farm accidents, farm injuries versus, say, things like farmers' lung and diseases. How much emphasis do you put on researching farm accidents for kids and adults? Well, we we put a lot of emphasis on the prevention aspect. You know, ideally you want to uh, stop these things before they happen. And and so our research and our work is uh, geared towards building an awareness uh, in people's minds, uh, sort of a stop, think, and act type of awareness where you know, before you do something, you know, hey, you know, is this going to have a bad outcome? Is there a safer way to do this? And we also work a lot with uh, children and the idea of, as adults, we're responsible to put our farm kids in a good situation to be successful in their, their farm tasks and match them with a job that, that they can do safely. Um, so those are really kind of our areas of, of emphasis. How much of a staff do you have working on accident information and accident prevention? 
Uh, there's uh, at any one time there's uh, nearly 20 uh, people, sort of depending on uh, funding uh, from from year to year. And as far as the what we call surveillance, you know, trying to keep track of of actual numbers of injuries, um, we've got a couple people working on that as well. Now, as you look at the the numbers over the past few years, what have we seen? We've seen you know farm tools are different. We've got one-man haying system, so to speak, versus what we used to have. So the equipment has changed, but have the accident and injury numbers come down? You know, overall, uh, overall they're pretty stubborn, you know, as far as fatalities and uh, number of injuries. But there are some changes, and despite all the changes in farming practices and technology, the tractor is still involved in the most number of accidents. Um, and that could be on the highway, you know, certain times of year we read it, especially about uh, collisions and, and um, you know, car, car uh, farm vehicle collisions, truck vehicle collisions. Um, other situations, the, you know, the rollover uh, is still a problem. So uh, you can still look at tractors as, as um, pretty highly involved. Uh, there's some good news as far as rates of injury uh, with children in the last 15 years or so. Uh, the rates of, of injury are, are starting to come down, and that's a very positive sign. Uh, but those overall numbers, as far as um, injuries and, and fatalities, they, they still stay kind of persistent. And something that wasn't around when I was a kid on the farm are these ATVs. And now I drive down the road and I see kids, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years old, driving these things out across the fields. Are they? And they're a, they're a good tool to have on the farm. They're a necessary piece of machinery. Are you finding... ATVs are causing an accident upswing? Yeah, and especially among the, the uh, young teenager and teenager young people, that is an issue, and it is kind of creeping upward. You know, there's some really simple rules. I mean, extra riders uh, are an issue and a problem. Um, you know, there should never be extra riders on an ATV. It, it gets a little fuzzy with, you know, it's it's a great tool for work, but it's also a real fun tool for recreation, so you know, from a statistician point of view, was this a, a farm-related injury? Was this recreational? But in the final analysis, you know, it really doesn't matter if it's if it results in a serious injury or fatality. It, um, you know, it, it's kind of all the same. And uh, so, you know, the extra riders again are an issue. And also, um, with very young kids, you know, those the, we know that those, they tip over pretty easily in certain situations. They're really not made for they're not made for pavement, um, and and they're just enormously powerful and if you got an eight nine year old kid on there they're just uh you know the size of their body the strength of their body the the reaction time and it's not just the physical it's it's you know for an eight nine year old they're just not able to react uh quickly enough when they're when they're driving a machine that powerful uh so um that that is definitely a thing we keep an eye on Scott Heiberger with us, communication manager with the National Farm Medicine Center in Marshfield, talking about uh, injuries on the farm. And, of course, now we're getting into the busiest season of the year. Does that translate into more accidents now that we get into planting, growing, and harvesting season, Scott, versus, say, maybe the winter months? Yeah, absolutely. There's Every single year there's there's peaks, and this would be one of them, uh, obviously, uh, throughout the summer uh, when, they, when the kids are home from school and then again in the fall. And this spring, we're undergoing a spring unlike any that since any of us have been around. And that's the idea that kids are home uh, with uh, home school now and, and um, learning online. That's a whole new situation. So, you know, the numbers we talk about are based on a, on a typical year when the kids would still be in the classroom. They'd still be in extracurricular activities this time of year. Now you've got kids exposed much more to the hazards of farming operations this spring. And you know, on the one hand, it's it's really neat that kids can participate more in the time-honored tradition of planting, and, and um, that's that's a great thing. But there's more pressure than ever now on adults and parents to make sure that the ones who are old enough to work are doing jobs that are matched to their ability levels, and uh, the ones that are too young to be productive in a workplace are kept out of the workplace because... Uh, uh, more than half the situations of uh, where you have an injury on the farm to a young person, a child, it's a situation where they, in fact, are not working and they're just sort of in the work site so the adult or the parent can, you know, quote, keep an eye on them. But we know how that goes. Uh, as parents, you, you know, how many times do you say to yourself, man, I, I just turned my eye for a second and, and, you know, he got into this or that. Uh, so that's not really a good solution. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're a little... Uh, 
you know, there's a little bit of anxiety this spring when you've got more kids uh, exposed to more hazards. So it just puts uh, more emphasis on adults to, to be good supervisors. And, Scott, when you do look at the numbers that you folks at the National Farm Medicine Center have accumulated as far as youth injuries on the farm, go through some of those numbers that you've found over the past uh, five, six, seven years as far as uh, the rate of accidents for kids and uh, how many farm kids or how many kids on the farm have been injured doing farm work. Yeah, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying that uh, we kind of stitched together these numbers from a variety of sources, and it's it's really the uh, best available numbers that, that we can put together to sort of give us a picture of what's happening nationally. And pretty consistently, uh, about every three days, a, a child is fatally injured on a farm uh, related to some kind of agricultural work. And about 33 children are, are injured uh, uh, typically uh, in a day. So, you know, th- these numbers have stayed pretty consistent over the years. If you look at it in terms of other um, occupations or other industries, uh, what we see for the last 15 years or so is that if you look at all fatal occupational injuries uh, to children and young workers uh, across the country, almost half of those are in agriculture alone. So you think of all the jobs that kids do, summer jobs, et cetera, uh, across the country, uh, even though agriculture's population is very small, uh, almost half the number of fatal injuries uh, to a child at work uh, occurs in agriculture. And uh, that, that's really an eye, eye-grabbing statistic. It really is. Scott Heiberger over at the National Farm Medicine Center. Again, every three days, a child is killed in a farm accident someplace in this country. And, what do you say, 30, 33 are injured every day. And, of course, with the school out now and the kids studying, quote-unquote, at home, you know, they, they want to get out, they want to help. So if you got uh, the young people helping you, make sure you know where they are, make sure you know they can handle the operation you're asking them to undertake. Because, again, farm safety, first and foremost, we're getting good progress reports, as you just heard our crop progress report. We're getting a lot of crop in the ground, and let's continue to do that, and let's get it in the ground safely. So we we thank Scott Heiberger, the National Farm Medicine Center. They really do a lot of great work tracking some of these things. Scott rejoins us, and Scott, over the years, you've worked closely with the National Farm Medicine Center as well in, in your career, and uh, it's amazing some of the things they do right right here in Marshfield. Absolutely, and those numbers, such a key to uh, understanding how farm accidents are happening, acro- happening across the nation and locally too, but they're so hard to get a hold of. Uh, there's really no structure, as Scott keeps saying, in the nation to... Uh, funnel those numbers together so that they can study the accidents and the rates and what's really going on there in the countryside accident-wise. That is for sure. So, again, farm safety first. Well, some local news before we get to our warming-up weather forecast, Scott. What's going on? Some shops in Wisconsin can reopen to some customers. Governor Tony Evers yesterday changed his safer-at-home order to allow small businesses to reopen with no more than five customers at a time allowed in those facilities. The governor said social distancing rules will still apply. He said face masks are recommended but aren't mandatory. The number of new coronavirus cases in Wisconsin is at its lowest point in two weeks. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported 199 new cases, That compares with the nearly 300 daily cases that the DHS had been reporting since the end of April. The drop in cases comes even as Wisconsin is ramping up testing. The overall positive test rate also is dropping. Yesterday, 6.5% of people tested were reported as positive with the virus. More than 400 people have died from the virus in Wisconsin. It's election day here in this neck of the woods. Voters will pick Sean Duffy's replacement in Congress. Local election managers, including Chippewa Falls clerk Jacqueline Sadler, said they are ready to hand with hand sanitizer and enough distance to keep voters safe. The Wisconsin National Guard is ready to help at the polls as well. Polls are open at 7 this morning until 8 p.m. this evening. And 
Uh, Eau Claire is on the list to see some F-16s flying tonight. The Wisconsin Air National Guard is planning a statewide flyover to salute health care workers. The jets are due in Eau Claire about 6.50 p.m. today. They'll be in the air for only about 10 minutes. So pay attention to the sky if you're in the Eau Claire area for that flyover. And one thing about one note about the uh, election, if you happen to have absentee ballots, and you haven't sent them, you can't send them today. You have to have them in the clerk's hand before 8 p.m. today. So if you had an absentee ballot, you've got to hand deliver it today. And postmarking today at the post office doesn't help? Have you got a no, postmark no, today? No, it doesn't. No, no. Uh, according to the la- last uh, rulings, you uh, a clerk has to have it in hand today. So uh, you got to get it there. Right, I think that that's the only voting is uh, people in in uh, oh congr- in the seventh district, in the yes. congressional seventh district. So, and it's quite a district. I mean, when they gerrymandered, <laughs> it's quite a, <laughs> it's quite a district. I'll tell you, it looks like a pretzel around the state the way these districts yeah. reach in and everything else. But if you're in the seventh yeah. district, you got to vote. Pretty much the northern quarter of Wisconsin. Right. Northwest quarter of Wisconsin. Yeah, well, and uh, central Wisconsin, the whole of Marshfield, yep. and, uh, different places. So, so uh, uh, yep. keep that keep that in your mind. All right, sir, take a break, and All we'll right. talk to you in a few minutes. Andy, there goes Scott over there doing a little social distancing as he always does in the middle of the week. Let's find out about our weather because, well, the worst is almost over. Don't take the sheet off the flowers yet but uh, later on today we can and hopefully keep them off for the rest of the season but let's find out kelly slifka is over at skywarn 13 this morning good morning kelly well i lied again he's <laughs> he's he's not over at skywarn 13 this morning but uh well he's there but uh i'm not sure if he's in the wrong microphone or got the wrong headsets on this morning or what the case may be but uh, it looks like a sunny day today there he is. I hear him wrestling around over there now. Mr. Slifka, are you with us? I just got in. Yep. Good boy. All right. Well, I want you to give us the good news because the worst is almost over, huh? Boy, I tell you what, we're going to really appreciate these temperatures coming our way over the next week or so. In fact, I think next week we'll probably get up to 80. So, Oh, be... man, 80. Shorts, short sleeves. Oh, man, I guess so. <laughs> But, yeah, it is a cold morning again. We've uh, got high pressure that's coming down from Canada. That's what's been supplying this cold air. And really, it's not just us. It's really much of the eastern part of the United States that's been seeing some unseasonably cold weather while all the warm weather is out west. Eventually, that warmer weather is going to move our way, it looks like, uh, over the next week or so. Still a little chilly today, but the uh, winds will be a lot lighter. That'll be some good news. It's going to be a sunny day. Pleasant, but we're still running ten about 10 degrees below our average. Expecting that high getting up close to 60. We'll see uh, clear skies this evening, but some clouds rolling in late tonight. That should at least prevent us from dropping below freezing, but still chilly, down to 36. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a chance for some showers. Still cool, 61. Showers, uh, maybe some thunderstorms likely, it looks like, on Thursday. High up to 70, and we'll see that sun on Friday. Just a beautiful day, expecting highs up close to 70. Right now in Eau Claire with clear skies, currently 30 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Ooh, 30 degrees. We did cool off, huh? Yeah, you know, with the calm winds, you know, I'm seeing 17 and Black River Falls. Really? And, wow. You know, so some of these valley locations are just, yeah. just plummeting. Yeah, down the, yeah, there's no wind to stir it up. It just settles. That's right. All right. Well, stay warm until the sun comes out. Yeah, exactly. It should be a nice afternoon. Oh, that's good. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over at uh, Skywarn 13 taking a look at our weather forecast this morning here on Wax. Our weather brought to you by Usemco, where you can save yourself some money in the long run. These fuel prices are going up, but if you talk to the folks at Usemco down there in the Toma area, you might be able to divert some of that price increase in the future. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at Usemco. Usemco fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Callitz. 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
And we'll get Scott back with us here in a moment or two to take a look at more news in the world of agriculture. I know uh, tomorrow there'll be another report coming out, the May crop report as far as world supply and demand and and an update on uh, all things crop-wise. That'll come out about 11 o'clock our time tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what uh, they have to say about uh, some of the other things going on as far as crops, not only in this country, but around the world for that matter. Also, in case you missed it, uh, Scott and I were talking earlier, it's seen that uh, not all events for the springer and summer have been canceled. The Wisconsin Holstein Association has announced they are moving forward with plans for this year's district and championship shows with adjustments if necessary. So they're not just, you know, throwing the doors open and say, come on in. They're going to take appropriate actions to hold these shows and in our area June 15th at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds in uh, Chippewa Falls. Also June 15th for District 2 down at the Galesville Fairgrounds and the Trempeleau County Fairgrounds at Galesville. And the next day, June 16th, I do believe, over at the Central Wisconsin State Fairgrounds in Marshfield. So as of now, the Wisconsin Holstein Association Spring District Shows are on as well as the championship show with adjustments if necessary. Also, I got a note from down in the uh, Hale Fire Department down there in the, the Strum area, and as far as dairy breakfasts are concerned, and they tell me that on June 6th from 7 a.m. until noon, their dairy breakfast held at the East Colt Dairy in Strum will go on with a virtual tour of the dairy, and you can take away. They have kind of a takeout dairy or takeout breakfast for the uh, Hale Fire Department. They're going to have their breakfast, but it's going to be a virtual tour of the dairy, and it'll also be a breakfast that you can uh, take away. So uh, make sure you mark that on your calendar for June 6th, 7 a.m. until noon at the East Colt Dairy Farm in Strum. That's the Hale Fire Department is going to be putting that on. All right, we'll try and get a hold of Scott here and uh, see if maybe he fell asleep. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what else he's got on his mind as far as uh, news in the world of agriculture is concerned as we're 20 minutes to 6 here on a Tuesday morning at Wax. And, uh, oh, I think we woke him up. Are you still, are you awake? Yeah, hang it. <laughs> Not ready at the switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that Trains. before. I've heard that before about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else is Trains going? Moving. Yeah, what else is going on in the world of agriculture? U.S. and Chinese trade leaders uh, held a conference call at the end of last week to talk about the status of that Phase One trade deal between the two countries. Reports from that call indicate both sides agreed that good progress is being made on creating governmental infrastructure needed to make the deal work from both sides. And both sides also said that despite the current health crisis around the world, both countries fully expect to meet their obligations under that new deal in a timely manner. And as you said, not all events for the spring and summer are being canceled. The Wisconsin Holstein Association has announced they're moving forward with those plans for this year's district and championship shows with adjustments if necessary. So again, agriculture trying trying to move forward. We know planting is going well. Boy, oh boy, it's, it's nice to have something working in our favor, isn't it? It is, and that's everybody I'm talking with, uh, you know, it sets the mind aside from all of the pain, and, you know, it's hard to get out of the idea that the financial suffering is there, but just to have something to uh, have hope, that's a, a big thing. Yeah, and and that's what planning does. You bet. The summer's, uh, the sun's coming back out today, and temperatures are going to start rising today. It'll be kind of cool, but it'll be a nice afternoon. We should be around 60 with sunshine, and tomorrow chance of rain we could use a little shot of rain actually getting kind of dry in some areas and about 61 and then uh, maybe on thursday a little more rain but temperatures towards the end of the week and over the weekend should get into the 70s or low 70s or right at 70 and then next week we could see uh, 80 degrees oh boy that's it it's going to be something just to uh get a chance to uh, feel good to break a sweat Oh, that's for sure. That is for sure. So, again, hang in there. It is getting better. 
And we'll get to markets in a minute, Scott. Hang on. Christensen Sales over in Abbotsford. Again, they've got uh, a lot of things going on, and they hope to have their auctions up and running soon. And everyone is staying safe and healthy. And make sure you go to the website to find out about all the, the good properties that they have. Right now, over in Portage County, on the list, 168 freestall dairy, 213.5 acre freestall dairy farm with approximately 180 acres tillable, 118 foot by 144 foot barn, has 168 sand bedded freestalls. And again, this is 168 freestall dairy over in Portage County. Also in Taylor County, they got 160 acre, 220 cow freestall dairy. And uh, that's with 130 tillable acres, a coverall freestall barn with 222 freestalls, a milking parlor, double eight herringbone parlor, bomatic units, and uh, automatic takeoffs. And again, those are just two of the properties that Christensen Sales in the Abbotsford area has on the list right now. But they've got others too beef operations, open land, hunting land, ChristensenSales.com. All right, sir, we should uh, get to the markets. Why don't you uh, take us to our first one, and then uh, we'll let you uh, we'll let you go and check with you later on this morning. All right, let's go over to that equity Sparta barn to hear from Rod Knutson. The slaughter come mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 50 to 55 and a half, 60% of the cows at 45 to 50, and 20% of the cows at 45 and down. The organic cows selling from 63 to 72 cents a pound. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls, 75 to 88, with your Canada lightweight utility bulls at 75 and down. On the fed cattle market, please call for a market on the beef cattle and the Holsteins for Wednesday. The replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves, 70 to $1.40, heifer calves at 10 to 30, and the good beef type calves, $1.50 to 240 a pound. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thanks, Rod. You have a good day, too, down there at the Sparta Barn. Let's go over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is busy. You're not going to be at the Sale Barn today, are you? No, we got an election coming on. Polls will be open in one hour and 14 minutes here. So, 7 uh, o'clock they open, huh? Yeah. yeah. I came across some the other day, and I kind of thought of you two guys. I don't know how appropriate this is. Anyway, one gentleman was very looking forward to... Uh, to the upcoming spring and the warm weather. So he told his wife, he said, I'm going to get my patio set out, all 25 pieces of it, my chair and 24 cans of beer. So. <laughs> and I'll bet it won't take long to change the furniture arrangement there because there will probably be only about 16 left by the end of that session. Not a bad <laughs> not a bad idea. All right, well, on this election day and the Tuesday day of marketing, what's going on in Stratford? Hi, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the market cow auction. Uh, cows continue to be on a steady trend. Uh, uh, the, most plants are, of course, killing cows. Uh, and so they're good demand for the cows, higher-yielding, fleshy cows. At yesterday's auction, we're selling from 51 to 57. We topped at 58. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's sale were selling from 38 to 50. Lighter cows, lighter carcass cows, thin cows, 38 and below. Bull market also mostly steady from 63 to 80. Lighter bulls, 60 and back. Uh, not really a quotation on the fed cattle. A very limited supply on yesterday's sale. We'll look for more fed cattle uh, uh, on probably tomorrow's auction, and we'll give you an update on that. Now to the calf market. Holstein bull calves also are in a steady trend. 85 to 130 pound Holstein bull calves are selling from 40 to 130, topping yesterday at 135. Uh, we've seen a little better demand on the heifer calves, and they're selling mostly from 40 to 110 on the better quality calves. And uh, good quality beef calves also a steady demand, 100 up to 230. And of course, though, these, these young light awake calves, very little demand for them, $20 and below. Now, today, Tuesday in Stratford, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with our hay auction. And uh, for you folks that are uh, looking for small squares, we do have them again on today's lineup for that hay. I know uh, well, it's uh, nice weather out, but it might be a while before we get some hay. So if you guys are looking for some small squares, we have them, along with large round bales and large square bales. So that will be a 10 o'clock hay auction. Market cattle today will start at 11 o'clock. And don't forget, tomorrow, our feeder cattle sale tomorrow is a noontime start. So, again, all this information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And, of course, if you've got any questions, markets are uh, 
fairly stable, but again, we are still looking at this fat cattle thing. Hopefully that continues to improve, but our phone number is 715-687-4101. Bob, looks like a nice day coming up, so uh, enjoy it, and are we done with all this talk about fraud? I think after today we should be done with it, but we do need some hot weather to push that uh, hay out of the ground, so we got some height on it for first crop, because it's not far away. No, and I mean, it's... Uh, uh, like you guys were talking earlier, the corn planting and bean planting, small grain planting, well ahead of schedule, but the, the hay crop is not ahead of schedule. No, not at all. It's got to gotta heat up out there and uh, get us some sunshine and hot weather. Hey, enjoy it. Have a good day at the polls, and we'll check in with you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob, and thank you. There you go, Jerry Fitzgerald. Yeah, don't forget, if you're in the 7th Congressional District, today is election day to find a successor to Scott Duffy in that position. We've got more markets coming up. We've got 30 degrees right now. We'll get sunshine today. That'll help warm it up a little. Economy, furniture, and Chippewa Falls is something that you got to see. The biggest selection for miles around. Two jam-packed floors of quality. At Economy, you don't have to wait for a sale. It can be yours immediately. Everyday low prices on the best brand names. And we finance it interest-free. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get over to Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle joins us now. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Bob. Hey, I was out for a ride on Saturday. It was uh, turned out to be a pretty nice day, so I took a ride. I was going down 29 towards your country, and I see that place out on the highway that uh, I don't know if you ever worked there or not, but uh, they're adding a, a room, a sunroom out there. What are they going to do, dance out in the sunroom or something? Oh, yeah, right. Work there. Huh. <laughs> well, it's either you or your sister. I don't know which one. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, sorry. Don't worry. <laughs> That's actually a furniture store now. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, yeah, I, I, I could work there, sure. Yeah, no, you can. You bet. You can show them how to <laughs> use a recliner with the best of them, huh? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> But I laughed when I saw it drove driven by. I said, "Oh, I got to get Michelle on this one." It looks like they're changing their changing their business plan. Their plan, their business I think plan. They changed their, yeah, I think they changed the whole atmosphere there. It looks nice. They <laughs> yeah, did a good it does. Job. It does look real nice. It does. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, warming up. I know we all like that idea, but uh, again, a little cool last night to start the sale. But how did it end up? I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Coming up to sell from Monday, May 11th at Tree Livestock Market in the Slavic Market. We kept at 60 with a consignment by Gary Radke of Boyd. 81% of the cows sold from 46 and up. Market cows were 51 to 58. Low yielding cows, 42 to 50. Thin and weak cows, 40 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 74 to 83. Select for 68 and down. In the Bull Market, high yielding beef types came in at 72 to 90 with utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 50 to $100 per head. We topped at 106 with a consignment by Marvin Zenol of Whippy. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $55 per head. Beef calves, 100 to 245 per head. Our next sale will be May 13th tomorrow. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. We're all with the Trin Livestock, your family owned and operating market. Have a great day. Yeah, I got to laugh as I was driving by. I thought, you know, I was thinking of some of these old boys that, well, they'll drive through the area and then they'll they'll stop there for a little entertainment and a, an adult beverage okay. or two. Can you imagine them driving in there? Some old boy yeah. at the door. Can I see you in a couch or a recliner? I would love to. Well, and yeah, that would actually be very interesting. I think it'll be a, a lot of fun. Uh, oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, there's lots of furniture there for us. Is it open? Is it open? Uh, I believe it is, like oh, social good. distancing wise. But yeah, 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 you'll have to take a step in. All right, we'll have nice to do stuff. that. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll talk to you later. Take care. There goes Michelle over. Tree livestock in Thorpe.
We've got more markets to get to this morning. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. In this challenging time, it's comforting to have insurance. It's even more reassuring to know that you can trust McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. They're still open for business, just like they have been since 1898. And since they're based in Marshfield, they understand your needs and your values. Talk to them today, 715-387-8454, 715-387-8454. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance, for certainty in this uncertain time. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get over to Central Livestock, the Zimbrota Sale Barn. Here's Pat Mickla. We had beef steers at 88 to 91.50 with the mixed grading steers 80 to 87. Beef heifers from 80 to 85. Mixed grading heifers 75 to 80. And the dairy steers were bringing 75 to 82 and a quarter. We had dairy cross steers bringing up to 90 and a quarter. And market cows traded mostly from 45 to 60 and a half. We had thin chili cows ranging 20 to 44. And the market bulls traded mostly from 51 to 82. We had market lambs 110 to 140 pounds. The shorn and the unshorn were bringing 92.50 to $1.50. We had lightweight feeder lambs 50 to 70 pounds from $1.35 to $2.20. 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs $1.40 to $1.90. Slaughter used utility and goods range 65 to $1.750, with the thin and call use bringing from 30 to 65 And in the goat division, we had small goats in that weighed 40 to 60 pounds, bringing 35 to $115. 70 to 90-pound goats were at 40 to 185 We had goats weighing 120 to 275 pounds, from 195 to 260 and the nanny goats were ranging 110 to $257 per head. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Co-op. Board of Trade overnight was mixed. July corn is down a penny at 317. Oats up a fraction of 302. July wheat down three at 514. July soybeans a fraction lower at 854. Meal down our meal up 60 cents a ton. $290.90. At Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, the corn price today at those elevators. Two ninety six a bushel of soybeans at eight forty on the DTN screen. At Golden Plump, the corn price today is two ninety four. At the elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, two sixty seven on the corn, eight oh four on the beans. Stevens Point has soybeans at seven eighty one. At Elk Mound, two seventy nine on the corn, eight oh nine on the soybeans. Sparta corns two seventy two and the beans at seven ninety nine at uh, Ellsworth, two fifty nine on the corn, eight oh four on the beans. Ethanol plants. 283 at Boyceville, 275 at Stanley, 274 at New Richmond. Barrel cheese up three yesterday, a dollar thirty. Blocks up eight and a quarter to one thirty-eight and three quarters. Butter up six and a quarter to one thirty-five and a quarter. May class three up sixteen at eleven seventy-one. June, July, August, and September all up seventy-five cents. June fourteen forty-three, July fifteen forty-five, August sixteen oh two, September sixteen forty-seven. Double digits higher all months. 
out through next February. Hey, don't forget, if you're in the 7th Congressional District, election day today, and uh, if you're on the Eau Claire area, or about a uh, quarter to seven or so tonight, look up in the sky. The F-16s from the Air National Guard are going to be out there to kind of salute Wisconsinites uh, doing a pretty good job during this coronavirus pandemic. So uh, not a bad day either. Sunshine, the sky should be clear to see those jets. Should get to oh, right around 60 degrees today. So enjoy it, won't you? And if you're planting, do it safely. You can change the world for a child in extreme poverty through Compassion International. Just text CHILD to 83393 to find out how. Over 85 vehicles priced at ten nine ninety five or less at ChilsonMotors.com. Wax 104.5! 